We'll enter at number six. Press his head like a grape. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. It is summertime, and we've been doing absolutely nothing. That's not true. I've been doing lots of shit. Like? Traveling? We haven't yet. You have. I have. I haven't been. I said I have. I don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) I have been busy. And our July is fucking... Look at this horse with a banana butt. All right. Sorry, it caught my eye. <laughs> I was looking at puppet stuff, and then there was a horse with a banana butt. Yeah. It got me. Yeah. It got me. It happens. Sometimes the internet's a wonderful place. All right, so uh, any life updates, or do we want to just get right to it? Not that I know of. I was thinking. We've watched a lot of TV and movies when Kat has been home. Yeah, it's been awesome. And then, trying to think of anything else. We're going to uh, Upstate Pride Social tonight. Yep. We're going to the lake this weekend to celebrate the 4th. Then, for the actual 4th, we're going to Tennessee. And then at the end of July, July. Oh, after between between the after the fourth, we're gonna get to go to PWX Legends. Yes. And then after that, at the end of July, we're going to Iowa. Iowa. You have life updates. Your birthday's coming up. My birthday is coming up. You got your presents. I got awesome presents. Well, you got are, your presents from me. Which are very, very relevant. Well, and technically, my present from your mother. Ah, uh, valid. Um, very, very relevant to this podcast because Cat uh, paid for me to meet Jushin Thunder Liger, which is a huge deal because I've been watching him as long as I've been watching wrestling. Liger! So, that's super exciting. And then, so... I don't know if we've talked about this, but Kat's mom got remarried recently. Mm-hmm. And Which is why I was gone early this summer, because yeah. I went to the wedding. And the guy she's with has a house in Des Moines that they live in half the year. And we were talking to her the other night, and she was like, oh, y'all should come out, and you know, we'll pay to fly you out. And I was like, let me just check something. Because there's something I really, really want to do in Iowa... And if it can work out, it would be awesome to get to do it. So I go look, and there happens to be a show on the 26th of July called Afraid of the Dark in Des Moines. West Des Moines, to be exact, but basically, Cat's mom is living 10 minutes from the venue. We're going to Revolver. Yeah! I'm so freaking excited. This is like a bucket list thing yeah, for Doug. Really, like, after this, it's NXT TakeOver and PWG, and those are the last two. So, very, very exciting. 
The card is freaking ridiculous. Yeah, it looks it looks great. Um, it's stacked as hell. And though. like the ones I showed you, there's more. Like listed There's more. Listed other places. So super exciting. It's gonna be a blast. Um The Jake Manning's wrestling tent is one of their current champions. Which is all you need to know. If you're not watching Revolver, you should be. I know I only watch it once a year, but still. I'll get to see it twice this year. We're too busy to watch 72 hours of wrestling a week, alright? I know, it's just the most hypocritical sounding thing. If you're not watching it, you should be, but I'm not watching it. I mean, yeah, but I feel like some people actually don't watch anything but wrestling, and we can't do that much wrestling. I can't do that much wrestling, let's be honest. You probably could, I cannot. Uh, no, I get kind of burnt out. I'll have like a weekend where it's all I watch, and then I'm like, all right, I'm good for like a month. Yeah, those are normally weekends I'm not here. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Um, Can't do it. Can't do that much wrestling. Yeah. The only, the only time you are like, okay, I'll put up with it. Is Mania Weekend. Is Mania Weekend, because you know the shows are going to be good enough to warrant it. Yep. So. All right. Um, yeah, so that's huge and awesome. Um, still working on getting a new car. So, yay. I'm super kind of pissed off about it because the company that makes the seat base told us I had a choice of two cars. So we went and found one of those cars. Got a really good deal on it. And then the mobility place called the company and they're like, oh, we're not sure if we can do that. And it's been over a week, and they haven't gotten back to him. So, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, this has to get done before, like, August 13th. Fly by the seat of our pants! Yeah. Like, we do everything! Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I want to talk about. It's coming to the close of my second favorite month of the year. Why is June your second favorite month? Oh, okay. Right after your birthday month. Yep. Yep. And I talked to... uh, John Cruz and I specifically discussed this after the last show. If you're not taking a whole month to celebrate your birthday, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You are doing it wrong. Accurate. I love him. He's such a good dude. He is just a delightful person. Um, Yeah. So... Where do we want to start? Rooftop show? Yeah. Okay. That show was cool. Yeah, so Kat was super excited about the rooftop show. Okay, so I was super excited and I was super not excited because outside show. And I was like, I'm going to die. But the weather was actually really nice. And I think the buildings helped with that because it was pretty shady. It was very shady. Um, Not like shady, but like shaded. But so... Parking at the place yes. was $20. Correct. Which isn't crazy. But it's more than I want to spend on parking. But to avoid driving downtown Charlotte, I was like, let's see if there's another option. And there was. And there was. There's a lovely train that goes back and forth between the outskirts of Charlotte and UNCC. You hop on it for about half an hour. Cost you, what, four bucks both ways? Yep. Or you can get an all-day like pass for, like, ten bucks or something? Yep. 
something like that. Um, it was awesome. I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, a bucket list thing for me was to ride a train. Was to ride a train. So that was baller. <laughs> so we got on the train, and so here's my weirdness about it, though. Like it was very nice. Everybody kind of stuck to themselves. We met a very nice older couple with their kids. Like that was cool. Um, but the guy came through to like go to the other end of the train to drive it back the other way because we were at the last stop. Yeah. He didn't even check anybody's tickets. We like held our tickets up. He's like, I don't need to see that. So next time, can we just hop on the train? No. No? Because no. we're honest people? Because I'm an honest person. Okay. But still, like. I mean, in theory. Yes. That seems ridiculous. They don't check. But I mean, there are cameras everywhere, so maybe the the train conductor doesn't check, but get a bill in the mail like yeah six months later for overdue train fees yeah something like that. <laughs> but it was absolutely delightful. It was it, was, it was fantastic. I took pictures of Doug on the train. I got like one or two selfies. I'm surprised Doug did not take any pictures of me on the train because I was, I was holding jazzed on. as fuck. I was holding on. Yeah, that's really not a valid excuse. It is for me. It is not. I what t- happened? When I you stood take up early? pictures of you on bucket list things. What happened when you stood up early? Okay, granted, we did not know that was an early stop. Marcus also had that issue. <laughs> As did you, I might add. <sighs> anyway, it's. Hard for me, balance wise, to hold Whatever. on and mess with the phone. It's bullshit. I wasn't even playing on my phone. It's bullshit. All right, whatever. Bullshit anyway, shenanigans. We rode the train for about half an hour. It was great. Ended up on the bottom floor of the venue. Rode an elevator up, and there was PWX. It was very cool. And then boom goes the dynamite. Is really what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, I really liked that bar, even though the drinks were a little pricey. It just, it was a cool spot. They had, they made the drink strong, so that was nice for the price. I really enjoyed that. I really did not enjoy some snooty bitch trying to tell me how to make my goddamn drink when she was fucking wrong about it. And she wasn't even the bartender. She was just some snotty bitch. And I was like, fuck off. We Oh, we figured out who it was, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Snotty okay. bitch. Yeah. Well, I'm not don't, really surprised. Don't come at me incorrect. <laughs> don't come at Kat about her liquor, all right? Don't come at me incorrect. She knows her liquor. Oh, fucking people who mansplain shit to me. I just, like, mm, well, tainted love for everyone who mansplains shit and to what, me. What ended up really fun was that the seating had changed. So, like, nobody knew where they were supposed to be, and, like, half the staff knew it had changed, and half the staff hadn't, and so we ended up having to help people find their seats. That's Um, cool. I'm helpful. Yeah. We're helpful as long as you're a nice person. Otherwise, we're going to cut you I am a delightful ray of goddamn sunshine! (laughs) You woke Sammy up. (laughs) Sammy, I'm a delightful ray of sunshine. I love you. Go back to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, we had baseball on a giant TV. We had multiple places to get alcohol. There were some couches in the back for talent. 
It's pretty cool. I was waving to people in buildings. Yeah, people were watching it from surrounding buildings or just walking by. They were like, oh, Oh, what's this? What's this? Let me me just stand here and watch for free, which can't really blame them. I mean. Um, But yeah, that I thought that show was going to be pricier than it was for that venue, but it was not. So that was cool. I enjoyed it. It was a nice change of pace. Yeah. Alright, but I will say, if we're going to do outside shows, let's try to do them in spring and fall, not middle of the fucking summer. I'll even take winter. I'd do a good outside winter show. I get cold, so... Well, fuck you. Uh, But either way... Talent doesn't. I don't. Yeah, true. We're all that matter. Fair. The talent and myself. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm kidding, guys. That's... (laughs) It's all the talent. And maybe management. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, they can wear jackets. All right. So we opened up... Tommy Thomas always comes with multiple layers on. That's true. He He's always... He wears like a fucking scarf. He switched it up. Was it... It was a gray suit. To gray? And we were like, all yeah. right, all right, Tommy. But I'm pretty sure the grays did not match. They did. They, they did? did? Okay. It was actually a singular suit. Okay. And he wasn't wearing Crocs recently also. So, I have a theory. Okay. The reason he changed his look... Yeah. ...is because of what occurred at the end of the show. At the end of the second show? Yeah. Okay. We'll get there. Like, I think it's a an intentional... Yeah. ...stylistic... New, new era ...direction. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll get there. All right. So, we open up um, PWX Invades the Rooftop with Darius Lockhart versus Shannon Moore... I love Daria so freaking much. Correct. Shannon Moore. I had heard the name. I was like, alright, let's see what this guy can do. Seemed to be a perfectly nice guy. I have no, like, personal problem with him. Just wasn't very good in the ring. Um, yeah, I didn't love this no, match. L- let me let me rephrase that. Not the usual PWX guest level in the ring um and we love Darius and this match was kind of meh but I think Darius was having a kind of keep the time on the match and like control the pace and stuff to not blow Shannon up so I think that's what happened um I would agree with that yeah so I mean it it, the crowd seemed to like it outside of our group. But we're also, but su- like, we... We're picky. We are very picky. And, and Shannon Moore is a local guy, so I think a lot of them, like, knew him. Gotcha. Um, or semi-local, at the very least. But, yeah, th- this, I will admit, had me a little concerned. You're like, eee. I was like, oh, man, we're outside, and this is how we're starting off. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. But, you know, we love Darius completely and all the time. So. <laughs> completely and all the time. <laughs> you get what so- if that's how you profess love to people? I love you completely, completely and all the time. And all the time. Um, you love when Darius throws haymakers. God, I do. You pop so hard. They're so good. Time. He kills it. Yeah. He kills it. All right. Next up, we had Lethal Enforcers. With a 
problem. Without the champion. Without the real champ. Amber. Yeah. And we chanted, we want Amber, and where is Amber, and all sorts of stuff. And we got we got we no got Amber. No Amber. No response. Versus Drew Adler and Tracer X. Drew Adler has gotten himself so over in the past, like, three months. Valid. Um, and it's not just our group. It's a lot of people. So that's kind of cool. Um, and, I mean, Tracer's... Tracer is Tracer. Ben Tracer is awesome. Speaking of which, congratulations to Yay! Tracer and Katie on getting engaged. That's awesome. It's adorable to what it is. wonderful people. And they got engaged at a Day to Remember concert. So, yeah. Very, very cute there, Tracer. Um, yeah, so. I'm so excited for them. They both deserve happiness and good things. Yeah. So, here's my thing. If we're going to do an 18-month feud. Yes. Can we have it be between Lethal Enforcers and Adler and Tracer? Or Adler with tag team partner of the moment, if Tracer can't be there. Okay, so there's only one match within the last couple of years that I legitimately could watch 18 months of. And I I love everyone in this match, but it's not this match. Okay. Well, I fucking love this. It, no, it, it's not to take anything <laughs> away from this match. I just don't want to watch an 18-month feud. Fair enough. I would watch this match... Several times, but eighteen months—just just one match that I would put on that level. So, like a best of five. Maybe. Yeah, I'd totally take a best okay. of five of these guys. We might be going that direction from what I've been seeing. So, do you know what my major problem with this match was? No. Would you like to know what my major problem? Go for was? it. Tracer and Drew don't have entrance music. Combined entrance music. Well, they, I said Tracer and Drew, not Tracer or Drew. Yeah. It was and. The collective. Yeah, if... You can't have a tag team and me think they're a serious tag team if they don't have entrance music. Agreed. And don't just do the shit WWE do with Cesaro and Sheamus. Nope. They need their own and music. play the opening of Cesaro's and then just play Sheamus's. Play a brand new, totally different song. Yep. Call the um, guy that did the Duckling song and see if he'll do a rap for him or something. Mm, I don't think they need a rap. What do they need? I don't know, but I don't think they need a rap. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, we we love these guys. Um, Maybe some Fallout Boy. I feel like that's a semi-blended version of Smash Mouth and that weird dubstep remix that (laughs) Tracer has. So, we have a wrestling playlist. We do? That is several themes of the wrestlers from PWX. Correct. And Kat just refuses to acknowledge that Tracer's theme is this dubstepy throw your ex up thing. And we just have X gonna give it to you on there instead. Tell me DMX isn't better than some dubstepy remix. Oh, I know he is. But... Um, I'm just saying, you refuse to acknowledge Tracer's song is not X gonna give it to you. Because it should be. <laughs> it's a... Okay, so not only am I not a dubstep fan, but this is a really weird remix. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was like six versions of it when I looked on Spotify and we had to like try three of them till we 
found the one he actually uses. Yeah. And then he's got it cut in a way where it's not as obnoxious. Okay, but when so... You listen to it, listen to it, it's bad. It's, it's awful. Um, but not only that, I don't know if other people remember this. I certainly do. Tracer used to have it cut in a different spot. Yeah. And I liked it way better with the original cut he had. The newer cut, I don't like at all. Fair enough. I've told him that, too. I'm like, dude, I can't stand this. <laughs> I mean, it's his entrance, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. But I'm like, ugh, I hate this. I can't sing along to it. If I can't in some way interact with your intro, I'm automatically like, Pfft. Fair enough. Throwing, throwing the X up isn't enough for you. Yeah. Well, it used to fit better. Okay. Now it's weirder. Yeah. I just I don't like it. Anyway, they need they need combo combo music. Combo music. All right. Well, that if that's your biggest problem with the match. Then I think it was pretty good. Yeah. I pause it for a second. Something real life just happened. Uh, oh, right. real life. Yeah, we our really? friends are kind of ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> Alright. Ready for the next one? Ready for the next one. Alright, next up, we had Avery Taylor versus Lindsay Snow. Uh, women's wrestling, yay! Yay! Had never seen either of them before. Correct. And was quite impressed. Yeah, I enjoyed this match. Very hard hitting. Um, I need Lindsay Snow, if she's going to have the American Kaiju... Nickname to do some kaijui things to do some kaijui things, uh, but that's just me being nitpicky. Would you say kaijui or kaijuish things? <laughs> um, well, what is the difference between Jewy and Jewish? Is, I mean, are you asking in the religious is, or race way, or are you well, asking like, like in, in the, the context of life? So, like, I am ethnically Jewish. And I look Jewy, so is that the difference? Hmm. Just semantics. I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a another English counterpart. I can't think of one. I can't think of one. <laughs> anyway. Because it's not like you would say chewy and chewish. True. I don't know. Oh! <laughs> Alright, that's Maybe, maybe the Y is the the action. Yeah, maybe. And the ist is the thing. Perhaps. Like, the, it's the noun versus the verb. Okay. Or adjective versus noun. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That, I think that makes sense. That makes sense. Alright. Um, yeah, but really enjoyed both of these women. Would love to see them back. Um, against each other, or against Savannah, or against Ariel, or really, just give us more women wrestling, and especially intergender. Yeah. Let's get more of that going right now, because we can, and it's awesome whenever we get it. Um. Women's wrestling! (laughs) Yeah, so what we didn't mention about the Drew Adler thing... Is you can make it work for everything. Is about two or three months ago, every time... Matthew Kiefer and I went, let's go. Kat just rolled her eyes and was like, oh my god, I hate y'all. You are giant nerds. Yeah. Shut up, basically. Okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) I love Kiefer. Yes. And I love Matthew. Yes. 
and I put up with you. <laughs> but I have fallen more in love with Kiefer it's and true. more in love with Matthew, and I still put up with you. So you've you've accepted it's easier to be a part of this than it's really hard to fight all three of you, especially <laughs> if I'm not sitting in. So what it has to be is I have to be sitting between you and them because I can control them a lot easier than like all three of you. (laughs) So I need, I need to put some space between you. And then it's like when you have, it's when you're teaching and you're like, these kids can't sit together. Okay. I have to separate. And so it's. What's the lesser of two evils? And if I put Matthew and Kiefer together and then I separate you, that's the lesser of two evils. We were next to each other at the show, though. At the one you started doing it. I know. (laughs) But that's because I was filled with love and alcohol. That's true. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, yeah. We've started doing the let's go for everything. (laughs) We'll just be driving and be like, Take a check. So what's funny is you can do it for let's go, but also anytime something bad happened, we would go, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or same, same situation, different show. Um, Adler had something going on and we said, let go. (laughs) Because someone was holding him. uh, And he looked quite pained. um, Yeah. So let's go is Drew Adler. Oh no! Is your joke? Yeah, Drew Sadler. Drew Sadler. <laughs> All right, uh, Drew lo- Adler. More like Drew Sadler. You tried not to laugh at that joke, and you just couldn't hold it together. Yeah, I know. I was like, I really don't want to support this pun, <laughs> but it was good. Um. Anyways, back to the women. Bring them back. They were fun. They were good. I know Lindsay Snow is coming back, but I would like to see more of Avery Taylor too. They beat the crap out of each other, which is, which is solid women's wrestling. To me. You know what always surprises me? What? People who are not just skinny, but like you can see their bones skinny. Yeah. And strong. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Because that's not normally a combination you see. No. Not usually. But, um, yeah, it was a... It was definitely a contrast of body types yes. in that one. Not to say one is better than the other. No. But um, Avery. But normally you don't see like a discrepancy a- like that and yeah. they be on level the same footing. strength level. Yeah. 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 Like when you see Jessica Havoc versus Tessa, Havoc is obviously stronger. <laughs> and she's just like throwing Tessa around like yeah. a rag doll. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready? I feel like that's the sound of being thrown around like a ragdoll. You ready for the next one? I'm ready for the next one. Two of the smoothest people in PWX. Harlem Bravado versus Saeed Al Sabah. Really? You put Harlem in smoothest? Harlem's pretty smooth. Like, like, like baby seal smooth or like, no, like sexually suave smooth? I mean, like. Because Saeve is definitely, like, the sexually suave smooth. Yes, that that is Saeve, 100%. I'm saying, like, Harlem knows how to, like, smoothly transition his moves together. Fluid. Yes. It's, like, the one thing Randy Orton is good at. 
But okay, so it sounded like a compliment in the beginning, <laughs> but then you compared him to Randy Orton, so now I'm really not sure. <laughs> it is a compliment because that's that's what Randy Orton is known for is being very smooth in the ring. So, all right, I'm gonna move on from talking about WWE and talk about how awesome Harlem and Saeed are. I mean, fantastic, but I'm still confused by the <laughs> the smoothest. I don't know. I just I think he's smooth. I mean, that's that's a valid. I just want to know why, because I we've never talked about Harlem and been like, man, he's smooth as fuck. More more move set wise is what I'm thinking. So like creamy peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how Saeed doesn't get hot in that vest. Me too. Especially for outside shows. So, I don't know if it was this show or if it's a previous show, but I saw him got, got, I saw him get hit in the eye one time by like... One of his buckles. One of his buckles, and I was yeah. like, man, that's gotta hurt. Yeah. That, that does not look pleasant to wrestle in. Um, and he came out in his beanie. Yeah. That and, that's got to be a jillion degrees, right? And then and when it, threw it to the crowd, yeah. And so I ended up with it, and it was extremely hot, which makes sense because you know your head puts out what like fifty percent of your heat. Or oh, something? it's way more. Seventy five percent of your. It's heat? like seventy five eighty. That's why when it's winter, you're supposed to cover your head because that's where you lose all your heat. Isn't it like your ears and your neck specifically? No, it's like top of your head. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so are bald men's statistically speaking, the coolest out there? Maybe. Or are they hotter because they're getting direct? But I mean, do you sweat? You sweat from the top of your head. Yeah, absolutely. So if you sweat from the top of your head and it's getting direct wind stimulation... I don't know. (laughs) And your sweat evaporating off of you is what cools you down, I would think bald men would be the... uh, the coolest, which I don't understand why fat people who sweat a lot aren't the coolest because they have the most surface area that is having sweat evaporate off of them. So they should be. But they're also using the most energy to move, creating the most heat. Valid. <laughs> science right. is weird. Yeah, science is weird. Uh, speaking of science, I don't know how Saeed does half the things he does. I don't um, he's he's just he's impressive. so smooth. Yeah, everything he does is just fluid and. And then ever since Harlem came back, he hasn't had a bad match. No, not he hasn't had a boring match. He hasn't had a bad match. Um, a lot of people are saying he's probably had the matches of the year in PWX, which I can't really argue with. But true, um, yeah, he's been killing it so. And I still love his finishers called Straight Cash, homie. Of course you do. Because I'm weird. You are very weird. Um, but Saeed held on to the belt here. But I, I would be cool with Harlem having a TV belt run. I don't disagree with that, but I don't want Saeed to drop the belt. I'm enjoying Not Saeed. Not yet. So much. He could hold it a little longer, for sure. He could hold it for a year plus, and I would be happy. And you'd be like, alright, I'm good. No, not, I mean, I. in all honesty, I could watch him hold it for longer. I just, I really enjoy watching him work. Yeah. I think he, he always puts out a really high quality, high caliber match. All right. Oh, ready for the next one? I mean, do you not want to talk about how explosive he is? 
and dynamic and fantastic. I mean, I, I mean, feel if, like if you don't want if you don't want to discuss uh, how cool these guys are, that's fine. Whatever. I, I feel like we covered it. So, if you say so. All right. Uh, next up, we had three way tag match for number one contender. Uh, Case and someone we don't talk about, mm-hmm. which, hang on, there was a video. There was a video. Which was mean tweets. Correct. To start out the promo. Correct. Um, I would personally like to uh, celebrate that we were mentioned, but our tweets are so bad, they weren't read. <laughs> they, wah, were, wah. they were not read at all. <laughs> Um, although... Sorry, not sorry. Although, small editorial correction, we're at Sad Podcast, not at Stupid and Delicious. It's okay. But... People know who we are. Yeah. Um, There's only one of us. <laughs> what I love about that promo, though, is all the tweets they did read were real. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I would rather have wet socks. I have never in my life... Wanted wet socks because it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yes, you freak out. You get a drop of water on your sock. You're like, ah! Okay, first of all, (laughs) I do not make that sound. (laughs) And if I'm at home and I get a drop of water on my socks, it is immediately scrap those socks and get new socks. I think it's, I, I wonder if in a past life I was in the military. Maybe. Yeah, because I know that's a big rule. You never have wet socks. Because you can get a lot of diseases. Um, anyway, we've got Ethan and someone we don't talk about. Um, you know, somebody with desperation. Someone whose uh, gimmick is gimmick infringement? Yeah, all of his gimmicks are gimmick infringement. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the infringer! Monster Squad is freaking Next amazing. gimmick. The infringer. The lethal infringer. That way he... Yep. 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 There you go. You're welcome. Uh, Silver Squad delivered. Who we love every time we see them. I I enjoy watching them work so much. And then uh, TJ Boss and Montana Black, which when they are together, they are GRIT, which stands for God's Remembered in Time. Ah, I was going to ask. It it was on their shirt. If you knew what it meant, because I don't. Yep. God's remembered in time. Like, are we talking like Greek gods? They had like alien looking dudes on their shirts. So I'm gonna I don't Google. Know. Let's see. Continue. Okay. I, I'm going to multitask. Um, so this was coming out of intermission, I think. And the sun had started to go down. And oh. it, it had been a... What? So do you know what grits... Stands for? Girl Raised in the South. Yeah. It would be really funny if they had Savannah come out and they were grit and she was grits. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know where she's Um, originally from though, so it might not work. Now, I know I shouldn't pull for grit because, like, TJ has literally held me against a wall before. But at the same time, I have thoroughly enjoyed them lately. And, like, the more I see of them, the more I want to see. Now, it could be they've been beating up Skylar a lot, so I thoroughly enjoy that. Valid. Um, but, yeah, 
uh, I don't know. I'm really, really digging what's going on there. And we've raved about Brash and Cutshaw a billion times. So good. Uh, it, more the same from them. Just They are excellent, excellent wrestlers and excellent character work. And everything they do is awesome. And then, y'all know we love Ethan. Yeah, we do. This tag team still makes no sense to me. Um, because it's not actually a tag team. It's just two people. They stuck together. Yeah. So, They're like, this works, right? No. No, it doesn't. Ends not up, at all. We don't like it. It ends up with uh, Case and Skyler getting the win and becoming the number one contenders. Yeah, which... Which... which uh, it's, it's That's a stupid call, booking-wise. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that, because I don't think... Have we seen TJ Montana go for belts? Or they just kind of been beating the crap out of each other? We saw TJ and Timmy. I don't think we have seen them go for a belt. We really haven't been able to see them... Together very often. Together. Yeah. Um, so... You know, just a thought. Maybe let somebody else. Have yeah, a I hate. I hate this tag. Uh, like, I, I, I think it's. I think it's a nonsensical, bullshit tag because they're like, oh, we're gonna, we're literally gonna battle for the title of Mister PWX, which one of them had then no the right. Very to. next month, we're and gonna then be the next month we're gonna be bestest buddies and tag. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. I hate it. Their styles don't fit together. Their gimmicks don't fit together. Their music doesn't fit together. They, you don't believe that they're friends. None of it makes sense. I have no desire to see this shit. Please end it. Uh, um, God, I hate this match. Like, not this match, but this tag. Yeah. The The match itself. The match of Ethan and... The, the tag of Ethan and... The other guy. Not Ethan. <laughs> yeah, I'm... It's so... It makes no sense. No one believes it. Well, and, okay, tagging leading up to their match, they were both faces. They were... They were showing the dissension between the two because they kept losing. But then, Ethan beats Skyler for the title of Mr. PWX... And Skylar's just like, all right, we're tagging together. No, we're both friends. What the hell? It makes no sense. But anyway, uh, give us more Monster Squad and Grit and less John Skylar, please. All right, next match. Um, This one, you may want to buckle up a little for. Me? Are you telling me? No, the audience. We both believe this match should not have gone on. Oh, was this the main event? No. Oh, no, no, no. I know this what you're talking was, about. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, this match never it was hot. I, these guys aren't used to outside shows. I'm sure the ropes were kind of sweaty. Um, the match had just started, and Slim went for a move against Corey and fell out of the ring and knocked himself out. At that point, the match should have been ended. I don't care if you concussion tested him or not. Anyone becomes unconscious that's it the match is over i 100 percent agree that you you a do non, not wrestle a non-work that. knockout yeah obviously. you do not wrestle um that. 
I refused to watch this match. Yeah, Kat literally looked at the ground for this match. I did not watch it. This made me so uncomfortable and put me in such a bad headspace. Yeah. Like, I... I physically was nauseous after this. Like, I didn't want to be there anymore. I was like, this is gone. Like, it's it's not acceptable. It's not okay. Yeah. There is a difference between tweaking something. Which I still think is stupid. Yeah, Anytime it's stupid, you're like, but I'm injured in any way, if you're, you shouldn't. If you're continue. already, like, towards the end of the match and you tweak something, tell other guys, okay, we got to end it. I'm hurt. And get pinned or whatever. You know, whatever's supposed to go down. But fully unconscious, that but, match should not have happened. And now, I will say, it was Slim's choice to keep the match going. He knew where he was, the name of the show, how the match was supposed to go, all that stuff. Doesn't matter. But that doesn't make it necessarily something you and I were comfortable with. At all. If the company is comfortable with it, that's on them. I wouldn't take that risk. Nope. And I know Slim has been doing this for 15 years. This is not the first time he's knocked himself out. But as a company, you need to be protecting your talent. And we'll get more into that in a little bit. And that was not protecting the talent. That made me Um, so uncomfortable. I'm about to say something complimentary. Corey Hollis was legitimately upset by this. And you could tell. He dropped his character for a hot second and became an actual person that I can respect. He only continued the match because Slim wanted to. Um, so, and watching the match, Cat didn't. I hate to. I still don't think it should have gone on. But Corey took very good care of Slim during this match. And it was the best Corey match we've seen in like three years. Um. Now here, here's the slight bummer, is we finally got a semi-decent Corey match, which had that dark cloud of the knockout and concussions and CTE on it, and Corey hurt his hand, he messed up some ligaments, and will be out for the next 9 to 12 months. Um, we all know this podcast is not a fan of Corey, but we never want that to happen. No. Um, that sucks. So I, I totally, like, people I don't want to watch, I want them to retire. I don't want them to get injured. Or I, people I don't want to watch, I want them to take, like, a backstage role more just so I don't have to watch them. No, I just, I want them gone. Fair enough. But anyway. But this, um, this match should not have This match was solid, but it should on. not, it should not have happened, in our opinion. Um, and I know, I know the company did their procedures and whatever but i think that's something that needs to be looked at i i don't think i don't think the concussion protocol is sufficient because if it was all these football players wouldn't be ending up with cte if it was all these wrestlers wouldn't be ending up with cte the concussion protocol is bullshit because we don't really understand it well enough to do anything that works. You know, I passed the concussion test when we had that wreck. Yeah. And I got super bad. I got a super bad concussion and then wanted to send me to the traumatic brain injury yeah. place. Yeah. The concussion test is like, do you know where you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know what day it is? Do you know who's president? And then like, 
recent memory things, but that's not necessarily the part of your brain you hit. Yeah. Um, you can pass the concussion test even with a concussion, so, which is why I don't agree with yeah. on-the-fly concussion protocol. Yeah. it's um, And, again, like I, I say this as a former athlete who saw friends of mine wreck in a race and hit their head and go through the concussion protocol and pass it, but then be fucked up for days. Yep. Um, just not... Not something I would play around with, personally. Company, that's your business, but personally, I would not. And it really, really sucks that this was a halfway decent match that was kind of shrouded by that. The crowd was dead quiet because we were all so, like, worried about it. Um, Alright. So next up, to close out the rooftop show, we got Sean Spears... Formerly known as Ty Dillinger versus Elijah Evans the fourth. Now I, I liked the number versus number. Yeah, that that was fun. It was uh, Spears having the multiple ways to hold up the number ten. Yeah, and he that just was great. kept pulling them out from random places. I very much enjoyed. Fantastic. That. And I mean, WWE career aside, he's a really good wrestler. Yes, like. Everything looks good. He doesn't look like he's going to hurt anybody. Um, he's entertaining while he does it. He'll sell, which a lot of the guys coming out won't when they get released. Um, just really, really strong showing. And Elijah was... I mean, he was Elijah, so he was kind of a shithead. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he was solid. Yeah. He, he held his own, and I'm good with that. That's... All I need in a... We're bringing in an outsider match. I really enjoyed this match. You yeah, could it, tell he was having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it has to be a relief after all the stuff Moxley has said about their creative and all that. It has to be a relief to go out and be able to enjoy your job again. Yeah. And be able to enjoy getting in the ring across from somebody and just entertaining people. Versus, does this fit my character? Oh, I can't do a moonsault because I'm too big. That kind of crap. And or, get to do what you want. Yeah, and not have a script. Yeah. that That's helpful, too. Um, this was great. I would love to see Sean Spears back before October. I don't think it's going to happen, but apparently once AEW TV starts, they can't do indie shows anymore. Aww. Which is a bummer, but I'm wondering if that might change as time goes on. Um, but I would love to see him again before October. Uh, but yeah, that was the rooftop show. All in all, really good show. Yep. Couple of, you know, couple of decisions we didn't agree with, but overall, really strong show. Really fun. Love the venue. Yep. I would go back there. Yeah. 100%. Just no more Saturday night shows, please. Yeah. I can't go. It doesn't work for Doug. Um, at least not during the school year. Alright, so that was the rooftop show. We rode the train back. We got in the car. We got some steak and shake. We came home. Mm-hmm. And a couple weeks later, we went to a new venue. We went to a new town. In the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And 
I've been to Bumfuck Nowhere shows before. This was next level. And I was... I thought about it, and the show was at an American Legion post. Yes. So I was sitting there thinking, oh, it'll be like PWG and Reseda, because that was an American Legion post. This will be awesome. And then it was a barn. Yes. With no AC. Yes. In the middle of June in North Carolina. Yes. In a parking lot where the accessible part was... Was gravel. Gravel. Sharp which, gravel. Which is not accessible whatsoever. Just just in case y'all were wondering. Um, <laughs> gravel luckily, does not equal accessible. Luckily we got to park right next to the entrance. So but. it made the struggle... Less. Yeah, it, it was a short struggle instead of a, <laughs> I'm just going to get out and walk struggle. Because that was about to happen if we had had to park far away. Yeah. Um. So, we get in there, and the setup was cool. It was just, it was hot as balls. It was extremely now, hot. not the hottest shows we've ever had. That Escapade show was Escapade hot. and Fest definitely were hotter. But... I don't usually, like, at the rooftop show, I didn't really need the fan that much. I, like, I may have used it a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I absolutely needed the fan at this. And I don't get overheated that easily. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah, Cat does. So it was constant fan use for Cat. And I also had a cooling visor on. Now, we were we were pretty excited about this because it was We Deserve It, Syndicate run show. Yes. Um, they earned that after Art of War. But here's my thing. What is your thing? It still felt like a regular booked PWX show. Yeah, it didn't feel like It didn't feel like the Syndicate booked it. And it would have been real easy to It felt like a Syndicate takeover show. Yeah. It would have been real easy to fix with because they did the video with Cade reading the matches and whatever. Yeah. All it would have taken was a little explanation of why he booked it. Of why the syndicate chose to book those guys. Uh, we discussed this in the car. Like, Rios and Serpentico, man, they really hate each other. Let's see what happens. Oh, oh, and, and Serpentico uses uses chair on... Uses um, a chair on Brian's nuts, automatically booked. Yep, take it. Yeah, so... That two two sentence thing, and you're like, "All right, I get it." Yeah, but a lot of this did not make sense. That tag match made no sense given we'll, who was supposed to book this. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, and it went back on what Cade said at a pure because he straight up said in front of the crowd and in front of the Southern Savior that because someone yelled like, "Please no, John Skyler," and he's like, "He won't even be booked." Yeah, but then he was booked. Yeah. So that was a little little bit of a problem. Alright. I was so excited. And then I was so not excited. Yeah. I was like, do, do we want to address the giant racist elephant in the room? Yes. Okay. Not just racist. I know. We're, we're getting there. The giant hateful elephant in the room. Now, I'm going to preface this rant with... We have been personally reached out to that something is changing. They're going to create a policy. They're going to make sure this does not happen again. And I believe that. Knowing them and knowing 
what they want their company to be, I know this is going to happen by next month. I would hope so. Hopefully we won't have this problem at Legend, but I think, I don't think it's a bad idea business-wise to play these small towns. Because, first of all, when I used to work in Podunk, everyone loved wrestling. And secondly, there's nothing else to do in Podunk, so everybody's going to come out to the show if there's an affordable ticket. And PWX does really well on making tickets affordable. So, we got there to this gravel parking lot and saw the line. And I immediately went, oh shit, we're coming back here. Because it was like almost to the road on the line. Um, That's ridiculous and awesome, good business. But I also started looking through the line. And there was a lot of people who had never been there before. There were a few regulars who made the trek. Um, And it was a trek. It was a trek. It's one of those situations where we stopped... Because we saw Walmart and a Taco Bell, and we're like, this we is the only to, thing we're gonna we pass. We need to stop now because there's probably no more food between here and there. And there wasn't. And there was like a Pizza Hut, and that was it. And it was like right after that the doesn't Taco count Bell. as food. So, what I really, really hate is when worst fears get confirmed, and some people mentioned this in the group and we talked about it a lot I don't judge people until I have a reason I have a reason to judge a lot of people in that town now Yes. now I'm I'm not going to say it was everybody No. because it wasn't there were some very nice people the lady and guy behind us with the little kid mm-hmm. they were very sweet very very nice people they're super excited about going to the pay-per-view in Charlotte in September That's awesome. That was really cool. I'm glad it was their first show. I'm glad they came out. The problem I have is the sexist, ableist, misogynistic, sexual, homophobic, regionalist, what else we got? Racist. Racist shit. Bullshit. That was being yelled by the crowd. So... Doug knows this. Some of you know this. I am a bisexual, disabled woman in the South. That's already three strikes against me. You're lucky you're white. (laughs) I know. That's 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 the the only only thing that has kept. Yeah, that's the only thing that's kept me from legitimately likely being beaten to death. Um, I have never been. In a situation at a PWX show where I f- worried that I was going to be personally attacked. Yep. Until this show. Yeah. This was the first time I have ever truly felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever experienced a big enough few people where I'm straight up like, I will never come back to this town. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time at any PWX event where I've gone, not because of wrestling or booking decisions, where I'm like, I don't want to go back ever again. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had a honest discussion that if something didn't change, legend we were done. Legend was it? Yeah, because um, we already had the tickets for that. And in all honesty, I don't know how you feel about this, but if something doesn't get done, if this you know is dead on its feet and policy isn't created, I am done. I have faith because I know the people backstage. I know. The person who is the reason we get to sit front row center. I agree. He's not going to stand for it. I would um, certainly hope not, but I also never thought I would be in a situation yeah, like this. Not at PWX. You know, you go to big time, kind of expect that. Even in Spartanburg, yeah. I've seen flamboyantly gay characters try to be attacked in Spartanburg. But that was one drunk-ass bitch. That wasn't the whole crowd. This was a... This, a slew of this hate was, waiting to happen. This was a significant portion of the crowd. And I'm not going to say one of these things isn't yelled at every show. But at Cabarrus and at Hebron and the places that are more used to PWX, we just ignore it and it shuts it down because they get no reaction. And the whole reason people are yelling like that is to try to get the reaction and try to get attention brought to them. And so we usually shut it down by ignoring it. And if it doesn't stop, we tell somebody and it stops. Or, you know, we, you and me have done a fuck that guy chant. Yep. Um, I know that's not necessarily kid friendly, but... If My language is never kid friendly. If they're screaming racist shit, I'm going to say fuck. Yep. So, anyway... So, we sat down, and I was already starting to get irritated by the crowd. Yeah. And we're getting grumblings of things, and they're just generally being obnoxious, and I'm like, this this is going to be awful. I'm, I, su- I'm surprised there wasn't more wooing. Usually a crowd like that is wooing before a show. Yeah. that They were not. Um, I looked at Doug within the first... Three to five minutes, and I was like, this crowd's going to be awful. Yeah. I did not know to the extent that they were going to be awful. Right. And I, I want to add, we are only talking about the shitty people. I, I want to clarify this. Of I'm, which there were a number. We're not shitting on the whole town. We're shitting on the assholes. And that I want to make that very, very clear. I have nothing against your town. I have something against assholes. I will never come to your town again, though, yeah, because Kat, it's full of assholes. Cat will not come unless, like, Leva or Candace or somebody's on the call. In all honesty, I I really don't know if I would go for Leva. Wow. Like, I was so uncomfortable at this show. Fair enough. I wanted to leave so badly. Yeah, I know. Um, it got to the point where I was so tired of hearing this backwoods, fucked up, hate speech being thrown around, that I turned around to the people behind me who were definitely... Out of line. Out of line. Straight up, let's call it out. So... They uh, they talked about Savannah's breasts. They did. And that's not okay. And extensively, not just like a one-off comment... But, like, extensively in an extremely uncomfortable, hyper-sexualized way that I have no room for in my life. And I'm going to point this out, too. 
and I, I want this to be known, this guy should know better because this guy used to be a manager. This guy has recently been kicked out of AML for yelling at Malachi. Do you know how shitty you have to be to get kicked out for yelling at Malachi? This guy has also thrown beer Threw on, beer a female... on a female wrestler. Yeah. And now this. Personally, if it was me, I would put him on the ban list in all companies in the Carolinas. I, I would call around to every promoter and say, this guy is no longer welcome at shows. That's just me. So, I had already been irritated with some of the shit this guy was saying. He was just being an ass and... There were some grumblings, but by far this was the worst thing he had said to a point. And I turned around and I said, would you just shut the fuck up? Yeah. And at this point, he stands up and cocks back. And the woman next to him, who is also being a sexist piece of shit... Is like holding him back. And I was like, ooh, you old man, please fucking swing at me. Please, I need a reason to be a sexist piece of shit's ass. (laughs) Well, here's my thing. His comeback was, you can't talk to me like that. Who the hell do you think you are? And you came back with someone with some class, which was perfect. But who the hell do we think we are? Who the hell does he think he is that he can get away with that shit? And that he can say that kind of fucked up shit. And throw beer on people. And just fuck off, man. I hope he never sits behind us again. Um, Treadaway clan, we need you back. Please. We miss you. (laughs) Because this guy started sitting behind us and we want to murder him. So, that happened. And there were a... It was an extremely uncomfortable, like, 15 minutes where I honestly didn't know if this guy was going to, like, break a beer bottle and, like, shiv me in the back. I honestly thought you were going to leave. I thought you were going to go step outside and just be done and stay outside. I contemplated it. Yeah. I really did. I really did. I have only seen her like this once in four years, and I, I legit thought she was out. It wasn't as bad as that one. Yeah. But that one was a direct attack at you. That was a direct sexist attack on me. And that guy almost died. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God there was a big ass table between me and that guy when that (laughs) happened. Um, Uh, But anyway. I I don't stand for that shit. When that shit is said to me, yes, there are better ways I could come back at people like that. But I'm so mad and so defensive at that point. Yeah. So, after I tell this guy to fuck off, there was a very, very uncomfortable 15 minutes where I legitimately did not know if I was going to be physically attacked. Yeah. And then I didn't hear shit else from... No, the, he was the, quiet the rest of the show. He and the woman with him. The, there were other people further down the line that I couldn't, like... I didn't have direct interaction with, but our friends did. And if I had heard the shit they were saying, I would have said something to them, too. Um, but that shut this asshole down. Yeah. And so the other shit that was heard was racist, build the wall shit, um, calling somebody a terrorist. Uh, there was a guy who live streamed half the damn show and happened to zoom in on one of our friends asses a bunch and talked about it. First of all, why would you put that shit in public? Two... 
this is not okay. No. If you are talking shit to the wrestlers, it needs to be based on their character, their work, or like funny shit about their look. Like making fun of Tommy not having matching clothes is one thing. Making fun of Tommy being black. Not okay. Not okay. Um, there was also an excessive amount of body shaming going on yeah, in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy they were body shaming is fucking great in the ring. And if they had just shut up for two fucking seconds, they would have seen that. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I, I need the policy to happen sooner rather than later. Um, this is not okay. And I understand it was a show day. Um, and the apology has been made for this. But don't let this shit slide because of where the venue is. Yeah. Do, you wouldn't do that. If you wouldn't let it slide at our home, Hebron, don't let it slide anywhere else. And I, I promise you that shit wouldn't have flown at Hebron. Yeah. So. Um, but this was... This was really, really uncomfortable. And it, it definitely affected the show. Because honestly... Very strong show. Yeah, as far um, as the card and I think there, there was the only actual one wrestling. Match, one match I didn't like, but this show will never be top anything for me because of how uncomfortable everything yeah. ended up becoming. Yeah, um, and I, I, Doug doesn't necessarily have the same viewpoint, but I will not be back to that town. Yeah, yep. for short of a Cedric miracle. I, honestly, you I, said you I really don't know that I will ever go back to that town. Like That's right, how bad that's it was. That's fair. I understand that completely. It I was. I totally do. I, I'm i a lot more desensitized to this shit. Yeah. Because I taught in a town like that. Yeah. So I'm used to it. Well, I mean, I grew up in the South. I've yeah. heard a lot of this shit. But, but this was the first time I've been in a situation where people have paid to be assholes to be in this situation and yeah. be like this so one of pwx's big things and part of why we're such fans is from day one it's been inclusive yes it's been we don't care what color what sexuality what disability what gender we don't care who you are come here have a good time watch some entertaining as shit storytelling that's their philosophy, as it should be. PWX is supposed to be a safe place. Not like, okay, someone's being abused, they can run a PWX and hide. But but I'm sure there are people there who would... I would, I would yeah. 100%. No, we've pretend. reached out to people, because there's been some shit we're not going to talk about, but we've reached out to a lot of people and said, hey, we're with you. You ever need help kicking somebody out or bringing somebody to task? Let us know, because there was there was some major shit going down with somebody, and apparently it was known and kind of glossed over. Yeah, which is really a fucking shame. I think every indie, and I don't care where you're located, I don't care how small you are, I don't care if you just run church parking lots in Boiling Springs. I think every indie needs to take the AEW approach of wrestling is for everyone. Yes. Because it absolutely should be. 
And that shit should not be okay. Ever. And for everyone, we mean not bigoted, hate speech, slurring motherfuckers. Right. Um, AEW had a fan who has publicly tweeted and Facebooked some transphobic stuff, and they have personally banned him. Yep. If a company that big will ban somebody, it shouldn't be that hard for a small company. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying don't give people a chance to redeem themselves, you know, but I'm saying when it's a constant problem, like this guy who threw beer and got kicked out of the show with Malachi and got should have been kicked out of PWX. Um, that shit should not be welcome. Ever. So, it's really a shame. Because this was a solid show. Really good deal for 25 bucks. Yeah. Good, good show for 25 bucks. And then there were people bitching about the show not being good. And I'm like, y'all are the reason it wasn't good. Because everybody was distracted by your bullshit and we weren't comfortable. Um... But anyway, I, I don't have anything else to say on it. The policy needs to happen. I'm glad... I'm glad uh, there were enough people like us, and specifically Sam and Nikki, who took them to task and said that answer, that answer we had in our converse, conversation was unacceptable. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, that... The policy needs to happen, and it needs to be enforced. Period. Don't just have the policy and let it slide. Um, take care of it. Alright, so we opened the show with a dark match. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know we were getting, and I was super stoked about. Yes. Beastly versus Ian Maxwell. I would like to see them both more. Yes. Unfortunately, um, I think due to the heat... Yeah, I'm not really sure what was going this on in this match. This match was not their usual caliber. They they were kind kind of slip sliding around a lot, yeah. and I, I'm guessing they were just sweaty from the temperature. Yeah, I don't know if that or they didn't know they were like if it was unexpected because there were so many people, so yeah. they were holding doors open. So if it was an impromptu dark match, um, I think it was. So that could have led to it, but it it wasn't the polished work that we expect from either of these guys. Yeah, because I've never seen these guys. Have as many struggles as they did this match. But not only that, match one, we started getting racist shit. Right. So, I mean, let's... Um, let, let me tag on to this. Um, that, di- that wouldn't help anyone's all, performances. Beastly's not even Arab. So your nope. insult makes no sense. Secondly, just because you've known a guy doesn't make it okay to be a dickhead. Maybe people up north believe that shit. I don't. If you're a dickhead, you're a dickhead. It's the same thing as with negging. I don't understand why anyone thinks that's an appropriate way to attract a partner. I don't know, but... um, It's not. The answer is it's not. (laughs) I have no idea why people think that. Anyway, Beastly versus Ian. I was glad to see them both back. I would like to see them back more. Get. I would like to see a, a chance to have this... Match again in yeah. a better setting. Maybe Pure in July wouldn't would be the worst yeah. place to have it. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would like to see this again in a better setting. And I love them both, so keep bringing them back, please. All right. Next up was probably the biggest surprise of the night, and 
it was a huge surprise to you because you hadn't watched the pure. I'd watched the pure on high spots, but this was still better than their pure match. We got Canadian international superstar Zach Cooper versus Logan Creed. So you Walter Jr. versus Taller no, Gallows. Yeah, not um, Gallows. And we're not comparing them to WWE guys like stylistically or story Just look wise. Just look. Logan is a lankier Gallows and Zach Cooper is Looks a shorter like Walter. A baby Walter. Yeah, it was awesome. It was. Um these guys go fucking hard. I loved this match. As far as the work. Yeah. This was also another match that really got torn apart yeah. by okay, so a shitty, shitty, racist, fucked up Why crowd. chant USA at a Canadian? Because, so, I don't, other people don't see this as a problem. When that shit starts, in response to that, it is very much a regionalist thing, and it makes me so mad. Okay, so if you come out, and you're talking shit about the country... If your character is like old school Rusev, America sucks. Yeah. Then you can change USA. USA I'm cool. Like, like okay. that's fine. I, I I understand that one. But literally, Zach had done nothing but wear a Canadian jacket. Yeah. That's it. It's it's a way to be racist against someone of the same race. And I'd like that's to point all out it is. I'd like to point out one of the best wrestlers of all time is Canadian. Two of my favorite wrestlers right now are Canadian. One of the best tag teams that AEW just brought back are Canadian. Yeah, so Canadians I also commented... Know how to fucking wrestle. I also commented during this, I was like, yeah, go against the country that has universal health care, is stomping our ass in education, uh, is on the forefront in a lot of medical advancements. A leader who cares about human rights. Right? Like, yep, yep. Shit on that country. Yeah, no. So <laughs> that doesn't make you I look thought, like an unintelligent dickhole. I thought they were going to start a Donald Trump chant. I, I would have I would have left. Well, what I would have done is I would have started chanting Trudeau, because that's Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he's, like, awesome. Yeah, have you ever is. read stuff about yes. him? He's great. You and I... So, we very, very, very seriously considered... Moving to Canada. Leaving the country after the election. Yep. Large parts of me wishes we had. Yeah. Um, And... I am not a rah-rah, patriotic American person. I think America's really fucked up in a lot of ways. We are. Um, I think... Our educational system is completely ass backwards. I think our medical system is ass backwards. It's also ancient. I think racism and homophobia and regionalism and ableism and and all the the shitty bigotry-isms are absolutely rampant in this country. Well, Uh, and if you want to look at statistics... Hate crimes have gone up a deplorably shocking amount since the election. Yep. Like, across the board. Yeah, so... You don't have to agree with us if you're listening. I don't give a shit if you're a Republican. Don't be a dick. It. Uh, this is not a Republican or Democrat issue. This is a... Our country... is a... Cesspool. Seriously dark cesspool. Yeah. 
And yeah. we pretend that we're the world police, and we're not. We haven't been for a long time. We are not a world power in... Anymore. Really any way that matters. Um, we're so far behind in medical and educational fundamental shit um, that when people start chanting USA, we are literally an international laughing stock. Yep. Like travel anywhere else. We are an international laughing well, stock. And we've been that way for a long time. Yes. It's and not just being done to yeah, change it. It's not just the last I think maybe four years. Obama did some to put us in the right direction. And then it was And I I'm not saying that quickly. as a Democrat Republican thing. Yeah. I'm saying that as a He basic, was well respected. Basic human decency thing. Yeah. Basic respect for people who deserve respect. Gays should have been able to marry way before they could. It never should have been an issue. Yeah, right. As far as the government's concerned, all marriages should be civil unions. It shouldn't matter who it's between. Yeah. But anyway, um, so back to the match. These guys are freaking awesome. This match was great. For a big dude, Zach can fly around. I really want to see this match again. Yeah. Uh, we had Also it in a better we, setting. We had it here... Um, Keep bringing these guys back. They're really good. I honestly believe they both deserve a main roster spot. Yeah. Logan Creed, and this is shitty, but I'm going to do it anyway, is what Brady Pierce wishes he was. He's a tall, powerful dude who knows how to play that up and still be able to move in the ring. He does. Do you know what's up with the contacts? Mm Hmm? His, His contacts? No, I have no idea. No clue. I, I didn't know if that was a thing you knew about. Nope. I didn't get it. No clue. Probably just character thing, like he's the heathen Logan Creed or whatever. Okay. But, okay, so let's talk about that. We got one guy who's a perfectly respectable looking young man, and then we got a guy come out as the heathen. With like orakai makeup. Shouldn't you cheer against the heathen? You would think so. Uh, Not if you're a bigotry crowd. Uh, yeah, this was... It was bad. It started off so... Match was great, but crowd was So bad. uncomfortably. And just kept going. Yeah. Mat- match was great, though. Let's, it was. Let's this match was fantastic. I would love to see this match again. Also in a better setting. Yes. Over... We're going to say that a lot, probably, yeah. in the show. Alright. Next match. Uh, one we were super stoked about. Because that's your very first show. Yeah. You were exposed to Los Pendejos, LWO, whatever... They were going by at They that were point. Los Bandejos at that point. Um, and that featured Lince Dorado. Yes. Serpentico. No. Just, it, we're... No, that's, that's the two separate characters. Okay. John Cruz. There you go. And Jay Rios. Yes. Serpentico and did not exist. That match versus the Revolt. Oh, I am convinced. That, that is one of the best matches I've ever seen. I am convinced that is what made you fall in love with indie wrestling. Yeah. Um, other than Candace being hardcore. And Leva. Yeah. But, I, but that, that match was... That match, I think that match is one you turned to me and said, thank you for bringing me in. I this. did. Um, so Rios and Cruz are... Probably two of your top... 
two of my top but if they're not the first picture i got with wrestlers they're like the second but i think yeah. they might be the i think leva was the first and yep. they were my second yep sounds about right um so we found out last month at art of war that el demon azteco was working for rios um, Rios has changed his name to Sir Rios Badu. Yep. Don't know why, but that's cool. Because we're going to respect him. Because we're going to respect him, so we have to call him Sir? Well, I mean, yes, but also <laughs> Badu conjures respect in the, the wrestling world. Okay. Um, Did you not get that? Did you really not? Why is Badu respect? I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, anyways... We were super stoked for this match, and it was one of the best matches of the night, by far. God, it was so good. Um, Such a good match. This could have gone half an hour longer, So we would have been into it. earlier, when we were discussing matches that we could see go on, or feuds we could see go on for 18 months. months. This one. This is the feud I could watch for 18 months, is these two guys. Their styles are so explosive. Their in-ring chemistry is so great. They their both characters can tell, are clear. Their characters are clear. They both can tell a story. They, they're they so much fun to watch. Yeah. They're athletic as hell. They are. Um, I fucking Kat, love watching these two. Cat likes Lucha way more than I think most people realize. I do. Because... I love Lucha. When I used to watch Lucha Underground, Cat really wasn't into the indies yet. And she kind of just caught some of it with me. And then got mad when I kept watching after she went to sleep. I did. And I was like, oh, sorry. Um, we haven't watched it since, pretty much. <laughs> but that was back in, like, season two. Because um, Doug but, likes to ruin my life in small Cat loves Lucha. Ways. And this match was fantastic. It was. So it could have gone all night. We would have been okay with it. And, like you said, this feud could go 18 months. If Rios is unavailable for a date... Have him hire a more local lucha to come do his bidding. Well, Demon Azteca. Yeah, or, you know, there's a ton of guys around here. So here's the thing. This feud lends itself so well to PWX. Yeah. Because Rios could hire, drumroll please, Corey Hollis. (laughs) We've seen Corey Hollis in Serpentico. Serpentico makes Corey Hollis look good. Yeah. I'm not jacked about watching him with Serpentico, but it would make sense. If Rios isn't available, he'd be like, nah, you don't even deserve me. Here's well, here's a peon for you to, to deal with. And here's what y'all got to know about the history, too, with PWX. Back when they were a small company, back when they were running for 100 people or less, it was Ethan and Elijah. Yep. John and Jay. Yep. Um, Corey and Skyler, like... And, and Adam. And Adam. And all these people are why PWX got to the point it is now. Yep. They, they started this shit. Yep. So I, I have huge respect for both of them. And... The history's and there. And David and Sammy. I'd put them in that mix, too. That was... We, we never saw this stage. David and Sammy was way later. And Cedric. Yeah, those were those are all way past. Mm-mm, Cedric was a day oneer. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying the guys I'm mentioning are the guys who haven't gone necessarily much bigger. Oh, okay. 
Um, but anyway, not that they haven't gone bigger, but they they still are indie guys, basically. Valid. Um, yeah, this was great. We need more of this. Like, I loved this match. Constantly. I loved everything about this match. Um, Except for the racist crowd. I'll be 100% honest, my favorite match announcement for Legend was the one with Rios in it. Because it's Rios versus Darius versus Mason Miles versus Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, it's going to be so good. For number one contender for the big boy belt. It's going to be so good. So, that's awesome. Can't oh, wait for that. I'm so jacked. Yeah, that's going to be a blast. Um, so, yeah. More Serpentico, more Rios. Also, uh, when fantasy football starts up, because I won last year, I'm going to have to be Serpentico's chairs again. Okay. Because when you win, you can't change your team name. Gotcha. Um, all right. God, that match was so good. Yeah, it, it really was. Might might have been one of the best matches of the night. I think that probably was the match of the night for me, it, in it all honesty. probably was. Look, and by probably was, like, I mean, it was the match of the night yeah. for me. Like, hands down. Yeah, fair enough. All right, next so up, good. we got uh, Grit versus Harlem in a handicap match. Yep. Um, Harlem ends up winning by DQ. What did they do to get DQ'd? Uh, so I think Boss was tagged in and Montana refused to leave. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pierce actually, like, did something. Was yeah. it Pierce? It was Pierce. Pierce actually disqualified somebody for once. And then didn't do anything when... It didn't do Grit anything. was like, your bells mean nothing to me. Okay, so I don't understand something in wrestling... And it happens all the time. It's not just an indie thing. Where people start getting attacked, and so they're just like, ring the bell. That will stop yeah. them. <laughs> ring the bell and send out more referees. But don't actually have the refs, like, interject. Send out more referees way. who aren't Brewer and Fritz, who are actually, like, buff dudes. Send out the skinny little white dudes. But even still, they don't get between the wrestlers. So yeah. you're like, all right, so there's a bunch more people watching this beatdown. Yeah. While someone uh, rings never, a bell frantically. I will never understand. Ring, ring, ring. More refs. Ring, ring, ring. More refs. It doesn't work. It has never worked. Stop doing it. It doesn't make any sense. Unlike the arm drop thing, which did make sense, but nobody does it anymore. Alright. I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Grit got disqualified and started beating down Harlem. And then... Somebody wasn't booked, which kind of surprised us, but this is why he wasn't booked, because he came in for the save. Darius Lockhart is amazing. Um, So I want to point something out about the crowd. Uh, Sam and Nikki were telling management some of the stuff they had heard and mentioned, you know, you can't support Darius and what he stands for and say the things they've been saying. Because no. the crowd was behind Darius, which was real confusing. As they should be. Yeah, I mean, everybody should be. But that crowd, I would not have expected to get behind Darius. Yeah. So, one of the guys leaned over to Sam and Nikki and was like, oh, what does Darius stand for? And the answer is equality for everyone. Period. Um, and the guy was just like, oh, okay. And he moved on with his life. Darius's stance has earned him fans. Yes. Not only is he a fantastic wrestler, and it's not just a character. He actually stands up for this outside of the wrestling world, outside of 
what we see. Well, and he he uses the platform he has to promote that, which yeah. and he I goes, respect the hell out of. I like he goes back to his middle school and his high school, and he's reaching out to kids. Y'all, I teach these kids. I, I know what these kids are doing because I see it and I have to deal with it. Darius reaches out to these kids to try to fucking save them. Yeah. Just to give them... Hey, there is hope. There is... A positive role a model. positive thing you can do with your life, even if you are from the middle of nowhere. Even if you are dirt poor. Even if you are not what everybody says you should be. You can still do something positive. And we're fully behind that message. I know that. Darius lives that message, which is very appreciated, because I hate when people use that shit... As, like, a character. Yeah. And it's not really who they are. But it is 100% really who Darius is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, this match was solid. I wouldn't say it was the best thing I'd ever seen, but I think I get, I get annoyed when WWE does this, too. I don't love when something starts as a handicap match, and then the beatdown happens, and then the save happens. And then we have another tag match. And I'm like, you should have just made it a tag match from the start. I, I don't love that But that wasn't story. the story they were telling. I know, but I don't love that story. Because to me, it's like, why sometimes does someone run out for the save? And sometimes they just get their shit kicked in. Depends on who their friends are. Um, I, I just... I don't know. After... It depends how long the handicap part is, too. Like it wasn't it, overly long. Yeah, no, this one wasn't. But sometimes they run, like, a full, legit match. Yeah. And then they run another legit full match legit with the match. same people. And I'm like, uh... True. But, anyway. Like, that's why a tournament is good, because you see new matchups every time. So, I don't remember exactly what point it was that the entire syndicate came out. Uh, I think it was after Logan and Zach. Okay. Um, but oh. they did something that I really enjoyed that we didn't talk about. And it was, this was one of the ways they made it feel like their show. Yeah. Was they came out and they were like, get all of this PWX shit down and put up our stuff. So they changed the ring aprons. They to changed plain black. the buckle. To plain black. They dropped pictures of themselves all over the place. That was fantastic. It was. It was. That was a really and great moment, and I. It was a small thing as far as like the overall. It was after Zach and Logan because Cade was trying to get Logan out of the ring when he called him retarded. Yes. Uh, which also not okay. We need to address um, that. I know. I know, like we're winging it, and I know Cade's a bad guy. And I know promo-wise, character-wise, I get it. But that word is still not okay, especially when they're actual intellectually disabled people in the crowd. And there were several. And I said this to Brian, but I'm going to say it publicly too. My students who are that way, if they had been at that show and heard that word, they would have been flipping chairs. Yep. Because they do it when people even say special ed. Yes. So they hear that word. I've seen... Some of my best kids get in fistfights over that word. You literally have a ban the R word campaign. Yeah, and it's really difficult. But anyway, um, 
if you must say something like that, just say intellectually disabled, please. That like, I'm cool with that. It's not perfect, but that way people won't have the automatic, visceral, emotional reaction if they do happen to have those struggles. Yeah, it's, and it, it's it just goes similar back. to the N word. It goes in reaction. back to PWX being a safe place for everyone. Yeah. And I know, I think Kay did apologize to some of the fans. He but, did. He went and addressed um, it with people one-on-one, yeah. on one, which so, I really appreciate. That, yeah. I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. No. It, it, it's tough to own up to, yeah, I, I screwed up. Yeah. It's very challenging. But it the I want it to be clear that when we talk about it being safe, we mean not just the crowd. We mean the workers. We mean management. We mean everybody... Just being able to put on a show and enjoy the show. Yeah. That's all we want. Um, so, yeah. that. But heel, heel promo taking over the PWX show going, only one picture of us? That's not enough. Yeah. That, that was fantastic. That was a small thing, like, and then, as like, far as the overarching every events of the night. Yeah. But it really and through, it made it feel like... Throughout the show, they kept doing little shit. Yeah. Like, kicking Keith Mack out. Yeah. Um, just, it, that felt like the syndicate was in charge. Yes. Just the booking decisions did not. All right. Ready for our next match? Yes. Lethal Enforcers with Amber back. Thank Woo-hoo! you. Um, that's why we were very, very excited when they came out. Versus Drew Adler and a mystery partner. And question mark. So, everybody thought it was going to be Tracer, but... You had no cell phone reception in this town. Negative cell phone reception. You had negative in the barn. Like, people literally had to go stand by the door to, like, send a picture. (laughs) Um, So, Drew's sitting there, and it's like, trying to call Tracer, and he can't get through. And he's like, where are you, buddy? And Lethal Enforcers call him out, and like, Drew, you have no friends. Aww. Well, then... I'm an ass man. Hits. Correct. And Billy Gunn offers to be Drew's friend for the night. Um, first of all, Billy Gunn was peeking out. During, the whole time. <laughs> during the lead up to this, just like watching the matches. It was adorable. Um, it makes sense though, because he used to be head coach at NXT. It was so adorable. It totally made sense. Um, he came out. He... Talked to Drew, he was like, hey man, you're, you're a nutrition guy, I need some supplements, mine aren't working. Which is hilarious, because he got fired for performance enhancing drugs from yeah. WWE. Uh, I couldn't believe he went there, I was like, that shit's funny. The crowd missed it. Like The, well, cr- the crowd had no idea, I was laughing my ass off. Um, this was perfect use of a legend. He was there, he cut a little promo... He said the catchphrase. Lots of suck it going around. (laughs) Um, He said the catchphrase. I wanted him to do the whole thing, but I forgot that the whole thing is Road Dogg's part, Mm. and then he just does the end, so I understand not doing it. Um, But part of the... One of the best things about this, Adler looked like a kid on Christmas. Oh, man, he looked so excited. He was just... He he was just smiling and... From ear to ear. it was if awesome. you have a chance, go back and just watch Adler during this because yeah. it was the cutest thing in the world. Um, and 
really, really strong match, which makes sense because Adler, Drake, and Henry are all tight. Also, hmm? Anthony Henry, you do not shit-talk a man's dog. Oh, absolutely. Ever. Not. You never shit-talk the fur children. Ever. Not okay. Um, but didn't Anthony, like, make a 90s reference? He did! And we're, like, to insult Drew, and we're like, you have frosted tips? Yeah, I came a, back about him. A I came back ago. to him with his frosted tips. Um, but this match was great. It was fun. It was what it needed to be. I was surprised Billy Gunn took a bump or two. Yeah. Um, I expected him to just hot tag, fame asser, pin. But <laughs> that's what he calls it. Fame asser. Um, yeah, just really, really good use of a legend. Really cool. I didn't meet him because I had already met him at big time. Um, but he, the fans that did seemed pleased with the experience. So, um, yeah, that, that was good. Good use of a legend. If we're going to keep bringing legends, more of that instead of trying to put them in a match where they don't belong, which we might mention later. All right. This was probably my least favorite thing of the night. And that's really a shame, because I love three of the four people. 75%. 75%. Yeah. 75% of this match are friends of ours. 25% of this match, we need to go away. Uh, this was Revolt versus Ethan Case and the other guy. And the other guy. Um, so, I don't understand... Giving the number one contendership to Case and, and the other guy. It makes no sense. Again, going back to my previous but rant. thank God Revolt won. Because I seriously <sighs> thought they were going to drop it. When, I didn't think they were going to. So, when they booked that. Story-wise, I didn't think they were going to drop it. Bullshit booking-wise, I thought yeah, they might. Exactly. Um, but Revolt's awesome. We love them so much. And, I mean, it just, they're... They're ridiculously fun, but skilled at the same time, and that's all my favorite wrestling, you know? True. I I like, like, don't get me wrong, a good knockdown, drag-out, slobber-knocker is fun, but I'd rather have, like, a thumb-in-the-bum spot thrown in. Yeah! Um, yeah. So, excellent, excellent from the revolt. Poor Caleb's mouth. Poor Caleb's mouth. Uh, was it Ethan's butt? Yes. Poor Ethan's butt. Poor Ethan's Um. John Skyler gets his nips out at the wrong time okay. every fucking match! Piece of advice, Ethan, and I know you're listening, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Do not follow that man's nip advice. Do not ever get nips out when Skyler does. It means you're gonna get your ass kicked. It means you will lose the match. That every fucker time. gets his nipples out at the wrong time every match. Yeah. You can get your nips out, but do it at the right time. Do it after they a They are attack. serious business. You do not just whip those out at an inopportune time. We got Zane's serious business nips. Yeah, we did. I was like, hell yeah. Here I love when we get serious business nips from Zane, because then you can see more of his body art. Yeah. Which true. I dig. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, never follow never follow his nip example. It's, Ever. it's not good. Not good. This is so fucking... We talk about it after every show because he doesn't do it right. Yeah. Ugh. 
arbitrary nippage. I wonder if there's somebody like Kurt Angle or Fit Finley or somebody he admires who premature nips and gets their ass kicked. And that's why he does it because he thinks it's cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. It makes you look stupid. All right. Um, God, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Next match. Savannah Evans versus... Big swole Ariel Monroe. I was so excited for this match. Yeah. And it delivered so hard. So Ariel comes out. We we gave her the welcome home as we will do every time. Every season, time we see because her. Because we love her. She is a wonderful lady. Wonderful person. Wonderful wrestler. Getting even better than when she was here previously. So, um, Big swole cuts a little promo and says, Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm here to give this to somebody who deserves it. Keith Mack. Yeah! And Keith Mack gives his entrance and in a family guy singlet that says wrestling guy. And oh, it was so good. Keith Mack is one of the most entertaining things in local wrestling. Like, he's just really, really funny. Um, I know you don't watch a lot of the videos they drop. But he's been in almost every syndicate video for like two years now, trying to get into the syndicate. He's so cute. I know. It's adorable. Um, So, and honestly, I would like to see a real match with Keith Mack. Because we saw him in like a Battle Royal one time. Battle Royals, I don't count as like real matches as far as seeing someone because you don't get to see them one on one. Yeah. Or tag team. Because when I. And there's a bunch going on. I can honestly say I've never seen Keith Mack wrestle other than that Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. So. Poor Keith Mack. And I would like to. But, anyways, Savannah kicks Keith Mack's ass. And then Ariel's like, alright, well, fuck you then. And the match starts. This is what all women's matches need to be. Oh, Just was so beating good. beating the everlasting shit out of each other. So, I've, I've told Doug this before. Because I'm super into women's wrestling and super into intergender wrestling. Doug watches the matches, but he forgets to, like, chant or clap because yep. he's really into them. Yep. And... 100% true. There's Although, a, a, this one was exhaustion. Because it was hot. That too. It had been uncomfortable and awkward. But so. I, I've told Doug, I was like, you have to explicitly remember to cheer and clap during these matches. Because I assume all management thinks like Vince, where it's like, oh, if there's not noise, it's not over. It's over as hell. Yeah. With the people who matter. With the people who matter. <laughs> God, I loved this match. Yeah, no. Both of these women are spectacular. Spectacular workers. Savannah is... There wasn't a bad spot in this match. The more I see of Savannah, too, like, the more I think she can wrestle anybody. She can wrestle guys, she can wrestle girls, she can make it look good against anybody. She is a fucking beast. And this was one of those things where they acknowledged the past. Yep. Sexy young caramels. And they put on a spectacular match. It yeah. was just, oh, it was so good. Didn't we see them tag once? Yeah, at, at QOC. QOC, please stop running Saturday shows so we can come. I would love to come to another QOC, but it's always on Saturday. You know, I could use another double QOC. Double header on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, that would be nice. 
I mean, those were long days, but they were great days. Yeah, they were a blast. All right. So, yeah, fantastic. Bring Ariel back whenever you can. Put Savannah in more matches. Put Savannah on every card. Yeah. Every month. Not as an additional, but as her own competitor. Because yeah. she kills it in intergender matches, too. Yeah. God, um, she is... I love if, watching both of them. I can tell you right now, if we had more money, like if we were rich people, mm-hmm. we would sponsor the women's division. Fuck yeah, we it, would. It would be the Sad Podcast Women's Division. Because it needs to happen. Savannah deserves that nod. She she's going to be here. She's been loyal. Like, she's good as hell. Give her the belt. Straight up. Like, I, you don't even have to make an actual belt. Like, just give, give her, her something. Give her the X-16 trophy. Let that be her belt. Yeah. Or do like a, like we have a fantasy football trophy. Just have something that is the women's title until you can get the belt made. You know? God, she's so good. It can be a clipboard that says women's title on it. I don't care. Or, or what would be super badass Mm -hmm. if she could come out and she's like, I'm so good. I don't don't even need need a real belt. It's just like an honorary thing. And she's like. She just comes out and goes, I am the women's champion. Exactly. Beautiful. Right? Love it so much. Oh, I need Um, more women's matches and intergender matches. Well, Savannah Lately, deserves all the this things. This is three shows in a row. We're getting good women's matches. So that's I awesome. I love it. I love it so much. Um, Doug, be on your shit during know, women's matches so that management remembers how much we love them. We got Savannah versus Lindsay Snow at Legend. So just remind me and I will make sure. I remind you every it. show. I know. All right. You because ready? women deserve it. They do. Savannah deserves it. Yes, she does. She deserves it. The only person, only thing that deserves it more than Savannah is the sledgehammer. Because the sledgehammer has done all the work for the syndicate for years. Savannah is the sledgehammer. (laughs) Savannah the sledgehammer Evans? Yes. Yeah. Works for me. Sledgehammer Evans. (laughs) Sledgevanna Evans. Now we're to our main event. Before we talk about the actual main event, I would like to point out we have gotten other people in the crowd to start doing the thing we do for Brett when he's doing the main, yeah. main event thing. You're welcome, Brett. We love you. Um, yeah. So, that, seriously, like... You know, the only person like in ring that I don't love... Hmm? I mean, not workers-wise, but... Between the refs and, like, announcers. Who? Kevin. Kevin? I love all the other refs. Yeah. I love Brett. Yeah. I'm good with Feltner. Yeah. I need him to do the pauses so that we can do the one fall. One fall! And the main event. But, you know, that's... That's not his style, though. But I still need it. (laughs) Fair enough. But one, two, four, Kevin, I could do without. (laughs) Well, one, two, four, Kevin, and then when they're outside the ring... He doesn't start counting for like five minutes. And he steals haircuts. Well, not anymore. He, he's, Still. He's growing it back out. And, and, Kevin, fuck you. We were the first people, specifically me, was the first person that cheered for just you and got Kevin Chance going and you refused to acknowledge it. Then when <laughs> other fuckers start doing it, you're like, oh my god, Hi. you my peeps, I love you. 
So fuck you, Kevin Pierce. <laughs> All right. That is not who I thought the rant would be against tonight, but I'm cool with it. All right. Main event. I've been holding that in for so for long. Months. For years. Alright. For fucking years. <laughs> I got the Kevin Ever Pierce shit that, started. Ever since that Ethan and Anthony feud, I've been like, come on, Kevin. Um, I, anytime there, there's an Ethan match, I know Kevin Pierce is refing it. Yeah. And Kevin cannot count to three on Ethan. Ever. So, he do, it's like he sees Ethan and the number three just disappears. I have two things when Hence I think of Kevin Pierce. Hence the one, two, four, Kevin. Two things when I think of Kevin Pierce. One, the Sandlot. Valid. Instead of you're killing me, Smalls, you're killing me, Pierce. Okay. Because, goddammit, fix your shit. Second, there is a picture on the internet, and I don't know if it's real or photoshopped or whatever, but it's this guy on Jeopardy, mm-hmm. and his name is, like, Tyrone. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, negative $11,000. And it's captioned, like, shit, Tyrone, get it together. So I think of that being Kevin going, shit, Kevin, get it together. So there's one other thing that I really, before we get off this Kevin rant, because I, <laughs> it pisses me off. At this show, what match was it? God damn it, what match was it? Who Name all the people with beards who were wrestling in this show. Zane. Okay. Yes. Yes, that was the match. So, people would even, like, look at Skyler's hair. And he's like, get off the hair, get off the hair. But fucking Skyler's, like, Tug three knucklers Zane. deep into Zane's beard and Kevin doesn't say shit. Three knuckler or two knuckler? Three knuckler deep. <laughs> God damn it, Kevin, you're so inconsistent. Yeah. I can do with a ref doing their job poorly if they're consistently poor. But doing it well at one moment and shitty the next? What the fuck? Kevin, you disappoint me so hard. (laughs) Alright. And this is why I hate ref Kevin Pierce. (laughs) Hashtag come at me, bro. (laughs) Uh, He makes me so mad. Alright, fair enough. I've told Kevin all of these things to his face. Okay, cool. Or I've at least tried. He might not listen. Because <laughs> apparently he can't hear certain people when they chant for him. I <laughs> uh, hope you were not listening on headphones, folks. I uh, hope you were, Kevin Pierce. <laughs> Although, if you have children, please listen on headphones. <laughs> for the love of fucking God. <laughs> Use headphones. Or wait until they're asleep. Nap time! Yeah. Alright, next. One o'clock. Final match of the evening. Slim J versus Elijah Evans for the belt. Um, this was good. Uh, Slim did his whole jump around like crazy thing and rip off his tank top. What the fuck is with the handcuffs? I don't know. Can someone tell us the Either story explain it or get rid I of it. I have been told his gimmick is that other places... So I, but I need an explanation. Like, did he get arrested for stealing Eminem's identity? Something. Um, I need to know why he's in cuffs. Explain it or chuck it. You yeah. can't just like throw shit well, in there with no explanation. And okay, I know they're just using whoever's in the back. However, if you're gonna have somebody be cuffed, 
You gotta have a cop. You gotta have somebody at least bigger than them. Because the guy who walked him out this week was no bigger than Slim. What was he gonna do if Slim broke those cuffs and beat his ass? Nothing. Yeah! That's what. Um, so anyway, yeah, Slim J. How many wife beaters do you think Slim J buys a year? I think he buys them in bulk. Okay. Slim J, I, I would honestly like to know how many you buy a year. I'm just curious, statistically. Because I know you wrestle other places. If you had three matches every weekend, that's 52 times three. But I bet there's more than that. I bet he buys more than that. What do you think? I mean, I don't think about Slim J's clothes that much. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a you thing. Um, <laughs> you have fun with that. <laughs> Tommy on commentary when Elijah was doing his entrance was like dancing with a baseball bat in the air. It was hysterical. Um, Tommy in general kind of does cute things. Yeah, like, he's a dickhead. Don't tell him, but he kind yeah. of does cute things. Yeah. He's he's mostly a dick, because he's like in love with his oh, with his crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's like, mm, look at me supporting these people I love. We forgot to mention, too, they filmed a video when they got to the venue of the syndicate being like, where the fuck are we? Yeah. And that was hysterical. And, like, Savannah goes in a porta potty and makes a face like, ew. And, and then Keith Mack And then Keith Mack was in there. <laughs> <sighs> that, that, was, that was good. I, I know they're supposed to be the bad guys. But I can't help. But they're making it really easy to pull for them lately. It's true. Especially the past, like, six months. Um, And I don't think we're the only ones having that dilemma. Like, I know we're supposed to boo them, but I think a lot of us are kind of starting to... Well, when you put them against people that I don't want to see... Yeah. It's hard to not change my opinion on them. True. Alright, so, Slim J versus Elijah was good. Um... At the end of the match, Slim J won. At the end of the match, Cade comes out and they think it, you think for a second it's going to be to like just wrap up the show, and they beat the shit out of Elijah. Um, We knew some things that we had an idea this was coming. Yes. Um, Hold on. Pause. Okay, sorry. Um, So Cade comes out. They beat the shit out of Elijah. Cade has taken over this syndicate, which, honestly, we had been calling for for a while. Um, yes. Because Cade... Cade's been more evil than Elijah. So, am I crazy there? Since so, he's Elijah's here. thing was never... That he was evil. It was that he was a cheater. Yeah. But then he stopped cheating. Cade is diabolical. Yeah. Yeah, because as far as I know, Cade's been planning this since he joined the syndicate. He has been. You know he has. You could just see it. Um, And then he dropped a video where he made himself number one contender. Yep. Um, Although, I gotta admit, I'm all for Cade versus Slim J. Um. Very excited for that. But here's the thing. Heel Cade doesn't do all the cool things that, that a Cade can do. Yeah, but it's... I want to see the character work that's going to occur. I'm not as excited as you are. But yeah. that's because I know what 
Cade can do, and he's not going to do it because he's heel Cade. He's not going to give me those moments that I so, so deserve. Yeah, I I don't know how he didn't sweat his ass off in that sweater vest. He probably did, but he looked like a sniveling little, like... Yeah. So, makes sense. He looked like they did this character with Chavo Guerrero back in WWE where they turned the Hispanic guy into, like, a snobby, rich white dude. Yeah. And he was Kerwin White, and he rode in on a golf cart and wore a sweater vest. Mm-hmm. It made me think of that. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Syndicate beats up on Elijah, including Tommy, until the entire locker room runs out. Not including Tommy. Tommy's not the one you need to acknowledge there. Who do I need to acknowledge? Savannah. Oh. Beat up. Her cousin. On Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, that was the blow that was like, oh, right? The feels. Um, yeah. So, there's that. Elijah, they chased the syndicate off the whole, something I forgot to mention. Yes. At the end of Revolt, Skylar, Ethan. Ethan at first wouldn't do the handshake. Correct. Like, was super pissed off. And was about to walk away and then came and apologized and hugged and hand... hand shook, shook their hands. And shook their hands. Then, with this, Ethan kind of... It was not good guy babyface Ethan promo on Elijah at the end there. True. So, but I mean, he has a lot of shit. He has a lot of shit with Elijah. That's true. A but, lot of shit. But still. So, basically, this is where they publicly announced um, Elijah's done. He's hanging it up, retiring. Uh, I think it was a very emotional moment for a lot of them because usually when somebody's leaving like that, a lot of people say a lot of things. Yeah. People couldn't bring themselves to do it, is what it looked like to me. It wasn't that they didn't want to, but they were, like, too emotional about it. Um, The workers all did the bang on the ring thing. I wasn't sure if we were supposed to or not, so we didn't. Um, Emotionally and mentally. Emotionally and mentally, we were banging on the ring for Elijah. And I know people probably wouldn't think this, because we have... Of all the people we have shit on, we've shit on Elijah pretty hard before. It's true. Um, we have shit on him significantly to a point, like, I was surprised he would still speak to us. <laughs> um, but he actually, behind the scenes, out of character, very excellent dude. Yes. Very, very nice. Yes. Good dad. Super nerd. Really good guy. Really enjoy him as a person. Um, so, I'm just... I'm just kind of saying... We're going to miss him. Very much I, so. It, his heel run kind of... I don't want to say saved. But kind of ensured his legacy. Yeah. Because it showed he could do a character and do it well. And tell a story. Which... Was what was missing when worst case scenario broke up. And he was kind of heel. He didn't have that character down yet. 
But once he did the syndicate thing, it was just brilliant from there on. So, really, really sad to see him go, but I understand you gotta hang it up sometime. Um, you know, so. And he's got three young kids that he probably wants to spend time with and not be driving around all these shows because he's one of the people that comes, like we think of him as local because he's always there, but, but he's he, not. he comes a long way. Um, you know, all the guys that live in Charlotte, Greensboro, okay, that's about what we drive to go to the shows, but the guys who live in Georgia and Alabama and all that that are coming are crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm really going to miss him. Yep. So, uh, we'll miss you, Elijah Evans IV, first PWX Triple Crown champion. How cool would it have been if he got another belt? Like, if they made a new one just so he could have... <laughs> Four, four belts? Yeah. Would he be Eli Four Belts? Of course he'd be Eli Four Belts. Okay, cool. Alright, well, that wrapped it up. Um, we hung out for a while, talking to people. Caught up with Ariel, which was good. Yee. Mama Lockhart was only there because of Ariel. When she found that out, she was like, I'll be there. I love her. Um, she is such a nice person. Yeah. That... Really, like, y'all know who we like and dislike. Most of the time, if we dislike somebody, it's because we can't have a conversation with them. Or because we know things about them outside the ring. we don't love. But anyway, so that was the last two PWX shows. Legend is coming up. Um, Do we want to talk about that at all or no? I mean, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about putting Liger in a six-man tag. No. Okay. Because I feel like if you're going to advertise as he is the reason to be there, I would have put him in a solo match. I don't disagree with that, but Um, I don't know. Maybe they're... Well, it could be a New Japan requirement, because remember when he was at WrestleCon and Wrestled Revolt? Did you watch that show with me, or did you fall asleep? I... It was like Liger, X-Pac, and somebody else versus Revolt. I don't know. Did I see that match? Um, I had it on with you in the room. That doesn't mean you watched it. That's true. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that, I, I'm wondering if New Japan was like, we know they will work safely with him. That's who it has to be against. Possibly. But the other question I have, first of all... Liger being with the other guy is not okay. That That is pure craziness. Yeah. Then, if that wasn't a New Japan rule, I'm, I'm pissed about it. And then the other thing, which it may have been because Skyler was on the New Japan show and had a decent match and was safe to work with. So, um, The other thing is I don't get the Revolt reunion. Last time... Right? Why would they not use Darius? Well, Caleb and Zane, the last time they were in a ring with Manscout, busted champagne bottles on his head. So... And the only reason Darius wasn't still in the revolt is because the revolt left. left. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because right before the revolt left, we were supposed to get something that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. But, anyway... 
So that but no, now, don't have continuity when it comes to your storyline. Do I think the show isn't gonna kick absolute ass? No, I think it's gonna be amazing. I, I still think it's gonna be awesome. That honestly, going into a show and only having those two questions about choices is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Grady Cole when we went there for New Japan. Yep, they have good food. Yep. It's greasy and awful, but can't it's wait to get some more. Delicious as hell. Um, yeah, so should be a good time. Um, if you have not bought your tickets, why? Go ahead and buy them because uh, there's a lot of a lot of the cheap seats still available. So pick them up if you're going. Everybody should though, because honestly, how many times are you going to see Liger? He's retiring January 4th, people. And How many I, times are you going to see him? Just this one. Literally just this one. Just this one. <laughs> I thought it was funny some salty bitches who were mad about Liger mm-hmm. were like, well, I've met him lots of times. I'm like, okay, well, some of us aren't salty assholes. Good for you, princess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. You got anything else? I got nothing. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers.